best when I hear something amazing. Oh, and feel free to tell your friends too. So Kohl's, they're having a huge sale on summer stuff. And if you live for sunny days like I do, you need to check it out. I got 40% off a new patio set, Food Network grilling essentials for 20% off, and 50% off those yard games my kids won't stop talking about. Best part? I got an extra $10 off and some Kohl's cash. It almost makes being cooped up all winter worth it. Almost. Select styles. 10 off 25 offer valid May 27th through 31st. Some exclusions apply. See store or calls.com for details. And we're back here at the GC Sunscast. Harbrows kick the ball long out the midfield. Lukosius tries to slap it forward, but it almost falls on his head. And Hawthorne are clearing up. How's how's it going, Tom? Yeah. Nice nice little half-time break there. And, Went uh, a lot quicker than I thought it would. Yeah. But Ainsworth Ainsworth just chopped off a Hawthorne ball. Nice intercept there, and he's going to have a shot at goal. Could be a good start here for the Suns. Well, it's the small wins from here on in, isn't it? It is. So I just had to find a power cable for my headphones as I'm rocking the gaming headset here so I can listen to the AFL commentary through Bluetooth while... uh, chatting with you here connected up to the computer so what what are the positional changes we've got here shane do you, do you think um, the coach has gone shot. forward positional changes well so as the coach has gone forward and uh is ben king still up forward uh yeah i think i just saw ben king there so, I think Ben King's, or maybe that was Burgess, right in the uh, in the centre square there. Caleb Graham clears it in the ruck. Weller kicks it forward, but only as far as centre half forward. Oh, Hawthorne turnover here. It's all Suns. Lukosius lays the shepherd. Murdoch kicks forward, and Ben King's right there, and he watches it run through. Murdoch with the goal. Ripper. Ripper of her teamwork there. Lukosius laying the shepherd and um, King doing the uh, team thing and just watching the ball over the line there. Could have gone bad if if, uh, King slowed down too much, but he still went for the ball and was prepared to, to get it over the line if he had to. Yeah, that was a great one percenter by Dawson, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And they, I mean, that's a 60-metre goal. Well, I mean, it does bounce, but it's a 60-metre goal. Murdoch and, uh, firming. Jordan Murdoch for, can do that to you. And Jordan Murdoch is certainly firming for uh, top three votes for us, I think, after that, that display there. If he can keep up and keep having an impact, we'll certainly remember his performance. Harbrow tries to clear it off, running off half-back again. Miller out to Swallow. This is a different Sun side we're seeing, taking the game on. Hanley dodges around two players. Back to Turk Miller. Goes out wide. And we've got Murdoch again. Murdoch's playing out in the wing. Uh, uh, Sicily was able to beat his opponent, George Holland-Smith. And cut that that mark off. Booming kick down into the forward 50 for the Hawks. And great intercept by Hanley there. And did you say that Caleb Graham's doing some ruck work. I thought I saw him in the ruck before, but it was only maybe it was just around the contest. He he has uh, rucked for the Neasel team last year. 
Okay. When uh, when Nichols because Nichols was out all year and when Crossley was injured. So Sun's controlling the ball in the back half here. Goes through he- multiple sets of hands. Caleb Graham delivers the ball smoothly to Ballard and Ballard looks to switch it back to Harbrow. So the Suns are trying to control this ball and trying to work their way forward. I just think they might need to to take the game on a bit at this stage. Uh, Caleb Graham goes long down the line and it's cut off. But the umpire's blowing a whistle and it looks like it's a free kick to the Suns. Jordan Murdoch, once again. Really having a good, strong start to this third quarter. Is he ever? Uh, he's looking for the switch now. Goes wide across to Hanley. Har- Hanley's got Harbrow. Doesn't go that option. Now he does. Harbrow, Harbrow runs down the wing. Short kick to Ainsworth. And follows it back up to Harbrow. Harbrow long down the wing this time. But the overestimates the kick and it goes over Fiorini's head. Hawthorne now have possession. And they try to figure out how to get the ball forward. So this is where it breaks down, isn't it? And now Old Soul's gloating in the chat about old about Murdoch. So, yes, Old Soul, mm-hmm. you're right on to it. Oh, yeah, no, I, I said earlier in the game, I was very glad to see him back in the team. He, he adds a new dim, another dimension. Yeah. Uh, we can get a little bit same-same. Um you know, our players are, uh, you know, well, similar so, size. So, for so long we've size. had Harbrow and Jack Martin to rely on, yeah. and Bose yeah. is tackled out of, as he takes it out of the out of the field of play, uh, but it looks like he was caught holding the ball, and Hawthorne now have a possession on the wing, kicking inside forward 50. Wits clears up after a contest. Suns make use of it. Uh, Bowes, Ainsworth, back to Ainsworth. Burgess, and Burgess is tackled. Puapolo's almost giving him a wing, chicken wing tackle there. Now, I think technically Bowes kicked the ball out of bounds on the full as we watch that replay. Harbrow yeah. clears the ball here, and good mark by Sam Day. Thinks he's going to Fiorini, but Tuke Miller behind him catches it. Sexton taking the game on down the middle of the ground. Kicks it forward. Can he find a target in King? King's got the ball now. Hands it off to George Holland-Smith. Holland-Smith can go all the way. And the Suns get another goal. Ripper. Uh, I also said I don't mind seeing Holland-Smith up in the forward line. Um, I don't think he's fast enough to be a winger. Uh, I certainly think... uh, um, he's good value in the forwards, and, and now he's proven me right. I didn't say it earlier today. I said it earlier in the week. Well, maybe Although, uh, maybe if Riscatelli goes, as we were discussing earlier this game, maybe George Holland smith is the one that sort of takes his, his spot as the, the slower, older bloke that's got the maturity and the composure that could lead the forward half of the ground. And who knows where to be. He's in yeah. the right spot. That's that's how he's kept his AFL career going. It's very slow, um, but he, he he gets himself to the right place. It doesn't stop running just because he doesn't have the speed. Doesn't mean that he can't get to where he needs to be. Runs about fifteen k's a game, so and just here with, with this goal, he's just he, he's running to the right spot. Yeah, that was a great camera angle. I think they must have been on a drone or something. 
right. going around the grounds. Great look at the ruck, ruck uh, contest there. Wits tries to win the tap out. He follows it up and the ball's back on the ground. Hawthorne trying to push it forward. Ainsworth, no, that's Fiorini right in the back of a Hawthorne player. Fiorini picks the ball up off the ground, throws it on his boot. And McPherson can't stop, spoil that mark. Um, as Hawthorne penetrate forward, let's have a look in the chat. Old Soul says composure just needs to be a bit better and we will keep scoring. He's absolutely right there. The Suns have looked way more composed. Um, a sarcastic Holland Smith did something comment. And, uh, footy's a funny game. Old Soul's just uh, got a couple of great one-liners there. Remember, the Hawks have gone into, into half time to the news that the Dogs have beaten the Giants by a lot as well so the the uh the dogs are in the eight still i don't think that changes it i mean maybe it changes their mindset they'll try to kick the ball more to ruffy they're not so determined to get a large win but um i still think they're looking for a win for roughhead's final Mm. game Uh, totally but i mean you know it's got it's got to be demotivating to be told that you're your chances of making finals are uh, slim. Uh, then again, perhaps they don't know. Well, still and, mathematically, uh, I think they're a chance. So I think uh, yeah. the, the football club's not going to say never. They'll still be pushing for every every opportunity they can get. Hawthorne centre the ball in, and uh, Hanley does a good job defending there. Who's this? Ballard. Kicks it out. It's a hospital ball. Uh, Suns player down underneath that one. Uh, didn't quite see who it was. He's still down. He's being attended to by trainers. Is that Ainsworth? It is Ainsworth. A bit slow to get up. He's uh, trying to get around. He's limping a bit. I don't think he's going to be able to play on it. Looks like Ainsworth might have hurt his knee again. Or his ankle. It was his ankle that was that was the problem. Yeah. So, unfortunately, the footage isn't giving us much to go off. Yeah, I've just had a look at it again. It, 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 it lands awkwardly. Mm. So, I don't know if it's the same injury or same ankle. Well, it didn't... It was a... Was it the ankle in the first... Yes. The game against St Kilda, or was it an actual leg... No, it's his ankle. I thought he broke his leg. Um, That game against St Kilda when the St Kilda bloke uh, jumped on top of his his leg as he was kicking. Hmm. I thought it was ankle, but anyway, he's he's not looking good, but he's he's trying to play on. It's time for the fact-checking squad, if uh, anyone in the chat knows the answers. Otherwise, I'll... Jump on Google while we're doing this and find out. Well, Mr. Bowles is saying, basically, if Adelaide beat Footscray <laughs> and the Hawks beat the West Coast Eagles, the Hawks back the eight. So what I was saying was that if the Dogs had have lost to to um, the Giants, then it, then the Hawks would, would finish the round in the eight and they would be the team that is, is holding fourth. Um, not fourth as in fourth, so there'd be a team holding eighth 
and and uh, and ha- with and they would have um, if the dogs lost, the Hawks would have with a bit of a percentage booster in this game. So that hasn't happened. The Hawk, the dogs are the form team of the competition at the moment, apart from the Lions. So. Um, so yes, the dogs are in eight, a game clear of the Hawks, um, and that is if the Hawks win this game, which they look like they're doing. Although and Burgess uh, is back in the ruck, but Hawthorne managed to clear it. Yeah, so Ainsworth sustained a knee injury in that loss to the Suns. I'll just bring up the article the now. Because it was the same game that David Swallow suffered an ankle injury, I think. Um, Here we go. So, he suffered a injured his medial and lateral collateral ligaments in his knee. uh, Along with some significant bone bruising. So... Yeah, not a leg break, luckily. He probably wouldn't be playing today if it was a leg break. No. But, um, but... yes, serious injury to the, to the knee cartilages and tendons there. And right he on just, He's cue. so hard at it. He's Ooh. so hard at it. Oh, there was literally nothing in, 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 the, in, in the contest of what he... You know, he was trying, trying to get to the ball. Oh, that was too and... easy. Jared Ruffhead just... Bodies out, Ballard out of the way, uh, Caleb Graham out of the way, sorry, and takes the mark right in front of goals. Um, yeah. The Suns look all out of place at the moment in the defensive 50. Their tall timbers not really working together. And yeah, Caleb Graham was just bodied out of the way. He wasn't expecting the contact, and that's something as a, a defender, you probably always need to be expecting the contact. Yeah, I I think Caleb Graham's got a future, and I think what what that future is 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 to to someday be the guy who replaces Rory Thompson, uh, and that's many years from now. Um, so getting to the end of the first season for Caleb Graham, he's he's had a couple of games, um, and and he's been you know given a bit of a lesson today, um, but yeah, look, well, one thing I'll say about Caleb Graham. It, he he, um, he he's really uh, followed his fitness regimen, and uh, you know that that's a work in progress. So, you know, he might end up being as big as Jared Ruffhead, if you know what I mean. Um, so right now he can't match it with those big gorillas, but um, he won't be asked to. He'll be asked to get the the second or third, and in in the future you, you don't imagine that Luco is going to be playing as a, a tall defender for the rest of his career, do you? No, I suppose not. Although he has looked great, Lukosius, down back. Um, and maybe that is his position as a, a true centre-half forward, an attacking player in the style of what we were getting from Stephen May, except a lot better. Um, well, that's got to be in the back. Swallow just lies on top of the Hawthorne bloke. Umpires lets it go. Um yeah. Not- so, so Mr. Bods is asking, um, is Ainsworth done? Uh, are you getting anything from 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 the the, the uh, commentary? No, they haven't mentioned Ainsworth or shown anything since um, since that incident. Um, the boundary rider hasn't come up. So, at this stage, we've got no new no new 
new news on Ainsworth. Um, yeah. We've got a holding the ball issue here. Suns have the free kick and it's David Swallow. Uh, as soon as... I guess we're waiting to see Ainsworth on the field or for something to come through in the commentary to know what's going on there. So Mr. Bods has said we need Collins and Thompson as our tall backs with Ballard number three. And I'm inclined to agree, although I think Jack Homsch, um when he played for Port, was play, played in the back line with, with three or four talls. Um, and I liked the way Homsch played then. I think he's he's, um, he's not a number one key position defender. He's a D2 or three. And, um, you know, when you go, even going up against teams like West Coast, having those three big defenders who could mark any of those big guys that the West Coast can, can put up. Unfortunately, that's... I think Ballard's the future of the club and that pushes yeah. someone like Homsch out of the um, best uh, 22. However, knowing the Suns' luck with injuries, we're always going to have a spot for Homsch as the, uh, you know, he'll probably play a handful of games each year as yeah. Thompson seemed to have been made of tissue paper the last few years as well as... Um, Collins having an unlucky run with injury this year. And a, a young son side copping a lot of heat. Um, you know, the players' bodies are trying to build. And right on cue, Ballard's just been coat-hanged by Chad Wingard. And hands it off to Harbrow with the free kick, but the Haw- Hawks intercept that one yet again. Uh, and Yesterday. this time, Lukosius has intercepted it, but hasn't run away with it. Hawthorne's just managed to clear the ball as far as Roughhead on the wing. Isaac Smith to Roughhead, and it looks like Roughhead's going to... Oh, great tackle by Lockie Weller to stop the fairy tale of Roughhead kicking a, a third goal. And uh, the Hawthorne crowd aren't happy. Fantastic stuff seeing Lockie Weller do something like that. Gee, Wingard's a grub, isn't he? And Roughhead looks a bit sore after that tackle, which was right in the middle of his uh, kicking motion. <laughs> he's an old man. He's, he's entitled to be a bit ginger after a big hit. Because he doesn't, he doesn't miss, well, doesn't Hanley's just been manhandled and didn't have the ball, and the umps have called it. Again, Hawthorne supporters aren't happy. But that's the, that's the beauty of uh, supporting an away side. Just pissing off the supporters all at the game. Unfortunately, <laughs> Suns fans feel like that at, at their home games as well. Yeah, yeah. well, this is it. This is it. I thought the, um, the Frio game and the Carlton game this year at, at Metricon, that there were, the Suns fans were louder. Which game do you think the Suns fans showed up, really showed up this year, Shane? Um, I think it was the Fremantle game and the Carlton game, although the Carlton game was probably more uh, Carlton supporters there, being a, a fairly big club. they Quite a lot of them are up here, and they all like to to come along whenever the Blues are up here. But I would say the Fremantle game. I wasn't expecting a big crowd. We don't get too many Fremantle supporters here. Mm. So I would actually say the Fremantle game was the more Suns-dominated game for this season. 
and a great game it was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was too, wasn't it? And uh, they, you know, the, the the good old Dockers. They they're probably one of the most inconsistent sides, but consistently in games all year. And gee, that must be frustrating to watch that. I mean, you'd rather you'd rather have you know ten wins and and six close ones and, and wonder what might have been than, than have the kind of season the Suns had. <laughs> But at the same time, the, the Fremantle have been doing this for 25 years. Lukosius was uh, just having a word with the umpire with uh, one of the Hawks players' arms literally hanging over his shoulder. Um, the umpire wasn't prepared to give a free kick for high contact, despite the fact the Hawks player was still holding on after the umpire yeah. had called. Really quite ridiculous. Um yeah, the the pressure from Hawthorne is just demoralising the Suns in the middle of the ground. We can't get a clean possession. And it looks like a 50 metres being paid here for some unknown reason. No, it's going downfield to Jared Ruffhead against Charlie Ballard. So, don't know what that was for, but I'm sure the uh, umpires wouldn't be biased in any way. They'd Got to yeah. have something to to back it up. So um, as we as we watch uh, Hawthorne potentially tick over the fifty point margin, and time yep, for time for it. a couple of stats from yesterday's Neefel game, Shane. Yeah, go ahead. We're in the ad break now. So Isaac Rankin, limited time, still had fourteen touches. Took four marks, had nine tackles, uh, a couple of uh, inside 50s and uh, a, a goal. He also had a goal blocked on the goal line. And then he, the first in the first sort of uh, quarter, I think you might have seen this one, um, he, he, uh, he manufactured something out of nothing and, and kicked out of a pack. And um, all the players thought it was a goal because it looped up over the goal post. But... Um, goal umpire said it was a behind, so uh, he, he could have had three goals, and he only played about two and a half quarters. Mm. Uh, just showed a bit of vision. It looks like Roughhead might have been giving a couple of bit of advice to Ballard. Didn't look as uh, instructional as what the vision oh, from earlier in the year. He's, he's, he's actually hit him, mm. and then and hit Ballard with a backhander. And he gets a free kick for it. Maybe he was just saying sorry. Uh, Hawthorne looking to go inside 50 again. Uh, Roughhead digs it out to Weller. Weller kicks it out to Fiorini. Fiorini goes long. It looks like Weller got knocked down. Ainsworth is back out there, so that's good news for Ainsworth. He's running at full tilt. Tries to lay a good tackle, but unfortunately just comes off at the end. Riscatelli down there, patrolling down the back. Haven't seen much of him. And we no, see Harbrow and Caleb Graham teaming up. George Holland-Smith cuts it off. Goes long down the wing, but he doesn't really have anyone to kick to. He's got um, Swallow and Burgoyne. Swallow wins the battle over to King. King to Sexton. And Sam Day drops a mark just over the boundary line. So, good play there. They just weren't able to capitalise on it. Yeah, Daisy Daisy's um, 
hasn't had the best day after copping that head knock. Uh, we don't really know what happened, but he's he's uh, gone off bleeding, so it's never a good sign. All right, well, Hawthorne are patrolling the ball down the back half. They're looking to go forward once again. Uh, Suns player pushed down in that contest. No free kick called. Riscatelli tries to get the ball out to Burgess. Harbrow back to Dawson. Dawson goes forward. But uh, Amir climbing on top of Wits was able to knock that one out of bounds. Ainsworth out to Fiorini. Fiorini back to Ainsworth. Ainsworth takes them on right down the middle and to a leading King, 30 metres out from goal. King will have a shot. So, passage of play for the future there. Yeah, King's... uh, Has he kicked any goals today? I think he might have kicked one. He's had a few shots. (coughs) Excuse me. King. You know if he shot Ben King? Well, uh, he's got a goal and, and there the that's behind. right through the sticks. Yeah, one goal, two to Ben King. So, good that he got that because if, if that um, if those behinds had have, had have grown any... You know, King, you don't expect King to get, get too many possessions, but if he leads like he did just then and he managed to kick, you know, if, have a few shots on goal, you'd expect him to get more than one goal return. Um, I mean, you know, the Suns are well out of this, but you can, you can you know, save... Save a bit of face, can't you? I mean, he's, mm. he's just out in the middle of nowhere with that one. Um, you know, he's, he's leading well, and, and uh, as you say, it was a fast breakaway. So, you know, the boys are showing glimpses of what they can do. Well, that Yeah, that was a, a one for the future there. Ainsworth and Fiorini teaming up to get the ball to King. We're yeah, winning the quarter I'm, by I'm a, a point. Big... So, Mr. Bod's pointing that out in the commentary a couple of minutes behind on that one. Yeah, we're winning a, point, a quarter by a point. Uh, it's like the early years of following the Suns. you just got to take every quarter that you can win and just enjoy it. You know, it's back in the days when you got a Big Mac for every quarter that, for the, if the Suns win a quarter. These days, they're, they're a bit smarter with it, and they say for every if the Suns kick 10 goals, you win a Big Mac. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear! I I used to enjoy those free Big Macs when they came my way. This uh, this time around, they're a bit rarer, and uh, I'm not so inclined to go to McDonald's for a, for a feed as much as I used to as a, a a young adult. But the Suns are back in the forward fifty again, laying some pressure. Lacocious is down there. Oh, look at this. Is that Lemons? I think Lemons just streamed through there. And, Which um, is good to hear because uh, Bodsy thought maybe Lemons had gone off injured. So Lemons is playing. Lemons is down there, even if it is just deep forward. Yeah, he may still be carrying a knock, and that may be why he's down in the forward line. Well, yes, let's not forget your... your um Earlier in the year, when when uh, we had a, a lot of injured players, um, Ainsworth played the game, the, the, and then he was out for a few weeks injured. Um, 
So I hope that's not the case. But then again, this late in the season, if if he's just not quite right, then maybe he plays out this game and and uh, have a week off next week and you know give give one of the young kids a go. Um, as I was mentioned before, uh, Rankin just had a terrific game. You, you wouldn't rule out having his senior debut next week. You just you just wouldn't. Hmm. I don't think he will come back in Rankin. I think the Suns need to take the cautionary approach. I mean, we don't know how he's going to pull up through the week. We thought he was due for a debut earlier this season, and he pulled up after his only game and was a bit sore. Um, mm. And we don't know if that's going to happen. That's probably the worry. Um, I think that's why they're, they're going to err on the side of caution and try and get another Neeful game out of him. So that he's got some sort of continuity coming out of the uh, the end of the season, knowing that well, he, speaking, he can at least of run the end of the level. season, um, we've got Aaron Young stranded on ninety nine AFL games. We reckon we'll see him next week after he had thirty touches, eight marks, five tackles, and a goal. And there's the throw in here. Wits taps it forward. McPherson tries to get it, gets a knock to the head. The umpire calls play on. And is called for another bounce. Oh, Hanley goes a bit too hard there and trips over the ball. Hawthorne digging it out. Suns players everywhere trying to chop it off. Harbrow. No, Lockie Weller there. Burgess to Harbrow. Then the Hawks pick it up again. And Harbrow pushes Poopolo out of bounds. And that's the three-quarter time siren. So we're down to one quarter left. Yeah. I'll just update here. We've got a um, a couple of, couple of big stat winners. Uh... Pierce Hanley's on 30 possessions. Chick Miller, 27. Jared Harbrow's having 24. He's having a great game. Uh, he's, he's brought himself right into calculations. Uh, Lockie Weller also playing great. And Lockie Weller seems to be playing up and down the ground. Braden Fiorini slowed down a little bit. He's got 21 touches, though, and you never know what that could turn into. And, uh, and, and uh, young Jacob Dawson up on uh, 18 possessions. So, you know... As far as that's concerned, the, the, the Suns have got to be happy with 300 disposals to three-quarter time. Um, it's just gone all wrong when they when, when they haven't... You know, they've improved their disposal efficiency in that quarter. Um, you know, they, they, they're dominating the clearances. They're, they're now winning the centre clearances and, and the stoppage clearances. So really, it's just those, those intercept possessions that the Hawks are getting which can pretty much explain the the, the, the gap in the scoreline. Hmm. Well, what we might do is we might end this um, this stream right now and we'll pretty much immediately start up another stream. And yep. that should last us through the entirety of the last quarter and give us a bit to talk about before the start of the last quarter and we'll have a bit to talk about after the game as well. Uh, so jump back onto the Facebook of the Twitter guys and look for the for the fresh link. Ripper. 
Ready to launch a new career or not sure what to do after graduation? Rumkey is hiring for CDL driving trainees. We pay you to get your CDL license while working for us. Driver trainees receive $18 an hour, great benefits, and Rumkey will pay your CDL costs. Once you're a CDL driver, you can earn $1,000 to $1,300 a week and more than $10,000 in bonuses possible in your first year. Apply today and launch a lucrative career at Rumkey. Apply now at rumkeycareers.com. Equal opportunity employer. Restrictions apply. If you've ever been a renter, you know it's stressful to find a place with everything you love and nothing you don't. But did you know Zillow does rentals? It makes the search so easy. They have filters for pretty much everything, so you can find that place that's in your budget, but also isn't a shoebox. Or a place that's close to your parents, but far enough they have to call first. Plus, it's easy to apply, request tours, and pay rent in the app. Head to ZillowRentals.com and find your sweet spot.